Hello and welcome to Pod for Norga, Norway's only television and film podcast. The official <laughs> one. The official one Sanctioned of all by television the and film. It, and the king and a famous skier. I can't name. I was like really quickly trying to Thank you. Oh. There's probably a skier named Tor. But yeah. anyway, hey, my name is Jack. I am joined here by... Kiro. And also joining us is two of our friends. Kevin. Kevin. And John. Now, normally I say over in America is Kevin and John. Normally. But I don't have to say that this time because Giro and I are finally in the land of freedom. Yes. yes. Welcome. Yeah. Hello. It it feels great to be back, guys. We we finally threw out all of this COVID mess. Have have now had the opportunity to come and visit my family. So we are broadcasting from uh, Cape Cod, Massachusetts. Ooh, it's wonderful. Fancy. I know. We're like up here with the Kennedys mm-hmm. and <laughs> the guy who owns the Patriots, who is Ooh. actually not that far away. I think I saw him driving yesterday. <laughs> also, there's nice a house. notch in your door behind you. To yeah. <laughs> Because New England. Are you silly. in a Cape Cod style house on Cape Cod? Is I don't actually know what a Cape Cod style house. It, it means it, like a cottagey thing with maybe dormers on the second floor, but otherwise a, cu- a curved roof on the second mm. floor. Ask yeah, ask your dad; he would know. Yeah. Hey, Aldo, is this a Cape Cod house style house? I don't think so. He okay, doesn't he doesn't so. think so. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Aldo, my father, is helping <laughs> is letting us use his recording. Cabinet, sound so engineer. He's yeah. our sound engineer, uh-huh. and he's crushing it. Yeah, he is. But guys, let's talk uh, a bit about the second half of Before Nerds. Before Nerds. We're yes. going to be covering. Um, so uh, today, uh, this is the second uh, episode that we are doing. We are covering episodes four, five, and six. This uh, the second half of the first season of Beforeners, which came out on HBO. Uh, it's produced by HBO Nordic in 2019. We do know a second season is coming, mm-hmm. which actually I'll say right off the bat improved my viewing experience of this, knowing that there's a second season. Because mm-hmm. the first time I thought it was a one and done, and it was weird. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. No, but so they set talk up a about lot. That. There's a lot um, of opportunities. I'm super curious, guys. What did you? Uh, uh, what I, I kind of last time we talked, I hinted at some things. I gave a little bit, like kind of uh, anchored you in some of what I thought might, uh, w- what your feelings might be. But um, uh, overall, what did you think of the second half? And now looking at the season as a whole. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. It's, um, yeah, I think I mentioned the first episode something about wanting to explore the metaphor of, you know, not just having people from the past, like, not just being a heavy handed immigration metaphor. And mm-hmm. it's definitely not. It, uh, yeah. it uh, moves quite far away from from a metaphor. Uh, I think there's a, there's a lot of, yeah, like I said, there's, they set up a lot for a season two. Um, yeah. In the, uh, the, Cross uh, temporal, tem- the temporal world is not a one-way mm-hmm. street. Because that's interesting. What like I, what genres does this show? Like follow because it's I, at its heart, I guess, is a buddy cop. I'm like I'm gonna say it's a psychological thriller. It is because it's also definitely a, now like the the second half was like oh we are putting a lot of sci-fi elements yeah, into yeah. this yes. and a lot of. We're going to need to talk about the grandfather paradox because I was trying to have a conversation with Giro about yeah, it yesterday. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Then, uh, and, of course, obviously the heavy uh, social metaphors, which we've talked about. They remain. The they they, they remain. do remain mostly, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, John, what did you think of the, the second half? I enjoyed it. I, too, am glad that there is another season because mm-hmm. um, I feel that things have been left unresolved, and I don't necessarily love it when things are left unresolved. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it definitely took more of a turn into um, kind of on the lines of what Kevin was saying. There, It became more of like there's a conspiracy now, and there's maybe some some like people involved and actors acting in this as opposed to uh, just kind of forces beyond our understanding um, or yeah. at least it seems that way which is which is interesting and I'm looking forward to to learning more about mm-hmm. yeah I, I appreciated getting this the second watching it now uh, as I've said a second time around because uh, I originally thought the show was just that it was gonna be like okay high concept people here from the past but then we are now following a criminal procedure Mm -hmm. through this as a buddy cop show but then like by yeah it's it's a bit of a thriller it's 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 definitely got the sci-fi elements crime drama maybe crime Crime thriller yep nordic uh, noir nordic noir oh yeah yeah for sure He's but like, not as noir as they... No. Uh, no, no, Nordic as knows they how to, to noir. <laughs> and this definitely has comedic beats that those often do not. Yes, um, yes. Which is the HBO spin. Mm-hmm. That's right. They have it. It's not as filled with long pauses of people yeah, staring yeah. at it's windows. Cold. It's, there's, there's not as much violence and like... Uh, the man uh, took all her teeth out and wore it as a necklace before he <laughs> did but, whatever to. <laughs> I mean, it very literally, I think, but also figuratively happens in summertime as well. Which, uh, right? I mean, it, isn't it summertime yeah. for most of this that we're seeing? So, right? Yeah, yeah I don't think it's it ever is. cold. I yeah, mean, yeah. So, it is, oh, we know because so much of it happens around the Rus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 20, yeah, 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 right. yeah. So, so this will be May. May mm-hmm. into June. As we've learned about the... Uh, what was the name of the car? What was the bend car? Over. Oh, Bend Over. Uh, bend Over, yeah. Ika Bend... Ika Bend Over. Ika Bend... Bend, bend Over. Bend Over. Bend over. It's, a very, it's a very classic sure. uh, uh, Russ car name. Oh, yeah. What was the name of your Russ car? I have... Uh, have you chosen to forget? I have chosen to forget. <laughs> she knows. She's just she not going to say it. She's in the land of freedom and she can do that. Yeah. That's good. That's but you're good. not in Norway. You, got, you can actually say it in, in this country because uh-huh. we're, we're the land of freedom here. Yes. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. No, hey, it's got, a good car, though. You guys want me to go through a bit of a, a summary that I had? And um, I figured just uh, this is a little bit longer than the one I wrote last time because it's got a little bit more detail. So stop me at any point if there's something here that you think is fun that we could talk about or, or examine. So um, the episode uh, four began with Alf Hilder and Lars investigating the murder of Navin, mm-hmm. which seems so long ago because I, I um, uh, we were supposed to record last week. We missed that. So I'm actually like two weeks behind on, on since I've seen this. So this, this mm. may help me a bit. Um, um, so they're investigating the murder of Navin, which involves Alf Hilder leveraging some of her Viking friends to use their tracking skills mm-hmm. out in the, in the woods out outside Oslo. Resourceful. Then, uh, meanwhile, Lars has to deal with his daughter Ingri after she steals and uses his uh, Tempox writ, and, leading to a scary scene in the water with her friends. Um, uh, finding the bullet casing, the police are able to trace down the drone to a joint military police program and a pilot 
Ada, who we saw previously in the 1800s close when she mm-hmm. was meeting Navin. Yeah. Um, so during these further investigations, there's a neo-Luddite cyber attack that shuts down all the modern devices as Alfhilder and Lars unveil Ada's connection to the neo-Luddite group. Can I just and say event- something that b- yeah, right before? Jump in. Yeah, yeah. Um, one thing that I needed to point out right at the top, and I, I can't remember exactly whose phone it is, but someone's phone the ringtone is the Game of Thrones theme song. Is it? it I'm. I mean, it's it's like it's oh, like three funny. notes of it, but oh, it's good. definitely like a like that a. That has de- to be Elfilder or Lars. It's one of the, yeah. It's it's the... it's like yeah. It's I think it's it's Lars. Oh, yeah, it must funny. be Lars in in that scene. Like yeah, he's. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, because they do because they use uh, scenes from Game of Thrones when his neighbor is watching with his. Uh, the oh yeah. yeah. Son. Like like this. And he's it's like, like isn't it a little young? <laughs> like it's um like no. the ringtone is like da da na na. It's like oh yeah. My phone. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, I, I didn't notice that at all. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So you've, you've now read about five sentences. Yes. There's a lot. That happens. There, like, yeah. there's, I completely there's forgot so there's a Neo-Luddite cyber attack, which yeah. at the very so beginning. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, the whole up, just... Navin and prostitution ring and human trafficking and all that, was that a thing? Was Is that still part of the story or is it a red herring? Well, they, what's so interesting, which I think they do a good job, because I, I, I'm, I'm I have written down the arc of the first season now that we have all of the information. But it's actually, it's quite twisty and turny because mm-hmm. the... When what which I, I that's why actually the uh, watching the this in two parts um, I think is helpful for us because the first kind of arc is completely resolved within the first three episodes of like murdered body um, smuggling a you know like this is like a sex trafficking thing uh, well, kind of. people, but then yeah but then which then that spins off into a completely different thing because ultimately well, I mean spoiler alert we find out that. Uh, the the big kind of t- uh, twist or I- introduction is that these t- uh, these time loop uh, not loops time holes are two way mm-hmm. and people are able to go forwards Back, yeah. and backwards. Not only that, but that the government know knows about it, right? That's that's implied that they yeah, are trying. There's to, a to some sort of this. understanding of just like the basics, like oh yeah, no, this is happening. Mm-hmm. It's happened before, and it's gonna hap- keep happening. Right. So yes. So. <laughs> try to process this. I'm trying yes. so hard. And we you can answer this later yes. right now, whatever you want. So <clears throat> and Navin dying. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is that in an attempt to try to cover up that the time holes go both ways? Right? So Or Navin was running the uh, was running the trafficking operation and is involved in the criminal underworld. Yeah. Completely separately, Ada and the neo luddite groups. Remember, she says we received intel like there's something at this this time hole, mm-hmm. and they were trying to investigate that, which ended up uncovering. Navin's criminal enterprises, but was they were that was not a thing they were trying to do, but got looped into it. So she just killed them for 
because he was a shitty person. She didn't kill him. Yeah, we don't really know. Wait, do we do we know who the government? The implication is because when 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 Lars. Did anyone watch this show? No. no. Yes, so, but I did it. <laughs> I just so read the Lars... Spark notes. No, no, because because is because um, Ada is the only. Isn't she the only one that has the skill? Like she's one of like ten people in Norway. Ten who, drone who, pilots who that, that do it. So like, she did yes. it, right? So, as my understanding was, when Lars was heading home, I'm jumping around. We're back We're, to the yeah, final episode. It's fine. It's fine. So heading home, Lars takes a shovel to the back of the head, like you do, and yeah. he wakes Ow. up with the neo luddites. And Anna, uh, Ada, excuse me, explains that they heard that the government was doing illegal testing at this time hole. They faked a migration to see what the government was doing investigating that because they're critical of what the government is doing and but then stumbled into Novin's criminal enterprise with that when they were trying to fake that time migration right uh-huh. which is why the woman had uh uh, look like she was from she was a foreigner but was actually traced to being a modern person because she was yes. trans-temporal yes and then so they stumbled into the cripple uh, criminal enterprises fearing the exposure of their operations the government then killed Navin now that he was getting wrapped into them framed it as Ada and the neo Luddite group which gives mm. them an excuse to crack down and grab all of those guys yes uh, yes and, well at so least now, that is what Ada leads us. Ada says that. Yeah. And when Lars kind of, you know, as he wraps up the case towards the end, uh, brings it to Vold. And that's why Vold is kind of like trying to get him to drop it and be like, look, you've solved this. We're we're good. And something was like standing out a little bit to him. So that is Mm -hmm. my understanding of the loop now, which I think sets up a lot of very cool things of where this can go. Not only because of what we've learned, you know, globally about what these governments must know about, you know, the evil, sinister Norwegian government. Mm -hmm. Um, And then obviously God knows what's happening in other countries. They're testing um, actually universal basic income on these. Yeah. On, yeah, that's, that's, that's what they're testing. Yeah. They're, te- they're giving yeah. them a monthly you know, income. Yeah. Then, <laughs> But then let's talk a little bit about the other uh, twist, the more personal twist that we find where... Wait, I'm not done. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Still Please. processing. Yeah, we're processing. Still go, processing. Go. I've, got, so I've got all the notes here. Let's do this. <laughs> okay. Vol yes. or Harold, the police, the mm-hmm. the the main the Harold. Is his name Harold in the show? I, isn't that what they did? Because they named him the same thing. Because he's the same Harold. Harold. Yeah, it's Harold. It's Harold, Harold, yeah. Harold in the show. Harold and Venka. Yep. Are you saying he's in on it? I don't know if he's in on it, but I think he kind of wants to I, drop. I think he doesn't want to. I think he's like he is a typical seen as a typical mid-level yeah. government guy who yeah. wants to like achieve the goals that are that are seen mm-hmm. to be achieved advance not rock the boat and not yes. not like uncover any big government conspiracy I will tie I this back yeah. to a personal story I knew a guy <laughs> once who worked at Guantanamo at the airbase there and he was and he had his strict rule was his job was to um, like log planes that tank like the plane lands you log the tail number you you know write, mm-hmm. write it down here's the time it came in Here's what it was. Da, 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 da. And like every once in a while, someone would walk into a room and just be like, a plane is going to land in three minutes. 
I need you to just stare at your shoes for the next 15 minutes. <laughs> and he's like, no, that's my job. He's like, and like his boss or everybody come in and just be like, I need you to just not do that. And then he's like, I don't know what's going on. Oh. But then he would, uh, yeah. So, um, oh, goodness. probably some pretty messed up evil stuff. Probably. But, uh, yeah, we don't, uh, it's not, it's not, we're bringing in a bunch of puppies for a surprise party. <laughs> right, do right. Puppy yoga and everyone gets to hold the puppy. It was probably not that. Oh, boy. So, but yeah, no, I that makes sense. Yeah, he's like, um, all right, well, it's, yeah, there's nothing that he can do to override that decision like the plane's gonna land and either he can log it and then be yeah, shot or, or he <laughs> to or, the gulag or to the yeah or or he can just do as he's told and and kind of move yeah. along um uh can we uh, talk a bit about the personal twist now we can now talk we can about talk the about personal twist. so I was super, I remember I was blown away by this because I, well, I was so locked into the storyline. Okay, The Foreigners is a show about these I- immigrants, functionally, mm. and that's the metaphor. So they're not, I, I did not expect anything to expand the lore of, especially the sci-fi elements. So when I first saw, like, Toro Hund is having those reactions to the uh, the life preserver, the orange life preserver, like, mm-hmm. oh, that's kind of weird. And then that moment when he has the flashback and pulls her out of the boat, pulls the young Afhilder, no man's daughter. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I was like, hold, I have a yeah. question about that. So it, it's, Alfilder doesn't exactly have super blonde hair. The girl that was pulled out that of the, out of the, the water oh, had blonde thinking? hair. I think there are. A, no. I think, <laughs> I think <laughs> Maddie. Turns, continue. I think Maddie is. In some kind of of back and forth time travel. You think that's Madda? I think that's Madda. Yeah, Maddie. Ooh. Hmm. All right, I'm putting, I, we're putting a pin in that. Put a pin in that one. But yeah, if Kevin gets that, we'll buy bon- all the bonus points to Kevin. All bonus points to Kevin. Yeah. I. Well, and, well, no, we got to talk about what we. But it could be Elf really Hilder. Like, it also could be Elf Hilder, and that's probably what I think setting. it's Elf Hilder. And what we really need to discuss is John's amazing reaction to this. <laughs> so, Kevin, you don't know. Yes. Um, uh, we, we were in D.C. last uh, last week, and we were fortunate <laughs> to see, see John and, and get dinner with him. And then back at his, we were talking, you know, a little bit, you know, getting ahead on the podcast, talking it about what happened. I said, Oh, what did you think of the big twist with Elf Hilder? And, John, what was your reaction? Uh, I think my reaction was, um, could you specify what big twist about Alfelder you're referring to? Uh, I somehow, though I watched this, completely did not clock that. And I had watched it the day, that same day, day, like hours earlier. I somehow did not clock the like... I don't know, it's like a minute long, minute and a half scene where the sec and I even remember the first uh the first vest the first life jacket scene yeah. thinking like that's a weird way he's staring at that kid in the life jacket. Yep. But um the anyway. later life jacket scene where we are on a Viking ship and mm-hmm. we are drawing in a young girl in a life jacket, I did not see. It it what did not appear on my TV screen but for some reason. Yeah. It no, that it is, that is, that is it on your screen. It was on your it's but no You I, did not I think take it, it in. I think you're right. That is that is, that is supposed to be Alf Hilder. 
But now that we pointed it out to you, John, and made you watch it a second time. <laughs> yes, and I've now watched it a third time, actually, as well. Okay, and great. Did, did, it, did, it clock, did it read as a... Yeah, no, I'm capable of seeing and viewing and understanding <laughs> that scene. Good, uh, good. It, that's it all... Is, that's all it seems like sure. perhaps the most important scene in the first season, so... Uh, or <laughs> yeah, perhaps. Intriguing. Perhaps. So, yes, I, I thank you for that, guys. This would have been maybe more interesting if I was just sitting if, here dumbfounded as to what had actually happened. Mm, right. Mm. If you're like, oh, I thought that was Madda. Maddie. Now, what are the implications of, of this? Oh, Kevin, before, I'm, I'm about it. No, no. No, you finish you your, finish your... Oh, you're, you're with me, sir. Thank you. I'm with you. Um, so we, um, I want to talk about the implications of this kind of like what... Okay, we've introduced that the fact that these are two-way. I am immediately thinking about like... How does this work? First off, like, okay, are there paradoxes that we can create? Are you know, if people can go back and forth, you know, can I I send the blueprints to you know the Chevy Volt back in time right. so that the Romans can, for example, make it? Um, mm-hmm. I, uh, what, what, Odd thing to prioritize. I have okay. no idea. I'm very tired. That was the first thing that well, came into my brain. And then there's also predestination paradoxes to think about, right? Exactly. Yes. And grandfather um, paradoxes. Just the grandfather Kevin can you explain the grandfather paradox um, yes the grandfather paradox is uh, when your grandfather um, tells you one of those like really old riddles from the 50s and you're just like what the hell are you what what is a a, a, a microtransactor regulator thing he's yes. like oh it's a thing in a car you know and the, we used to do the thing and he's like man grandpa you're just confusing me that's that's um, grandfather paradox right none none of that was correct um <laughs> dang absolutely zero percent well, so I, bel- I, I gave I, my best I, shot I, gave my best shot Dude, do we want to... I, I think John, I can... John, actually describe it, yeah. Rather so than the, the grandfather the paradox, answer. which is actually kind of the opposite of a predestination paradox, uh, mm-hmm. or at least a common subtype of a predestination paradox. The grandfather paradox is you go in time to a time before your grandfather, for example, was born, and you kill his your great-grandfather or someone else. You kill someone. Basically, you cause a death that makes it impossible for you to be born. Mm-hmm. Then how could you have ever been born such that you could go back in time and commit the killing uh, to create this kind of time loop that like logically ha- what happens and what's the end result is there an end result or are you just locked in a never ending cycle of that moment and your future and past selves exist and don't exist like a Schrodinger's self I don't know to be clear um, I do know what the grandfather paradox is <laughs> oh fair enough <laughs> thank you I, I was reading I was reading Espo's setup as a hey Kev make a make a little uh, do your thing do your hey, thing Kev. Do your thing. <laughs> no, I think, uh, but but I mean, I, I believe this would theoretically open it to, up to this kind of, right. I, at least how time travel functions in the show. We don't know enough yet if this is like a branching timelines kind of thing or. Right. Be, Can I make a I prediction? Because yeah, re- relating please to that, your question, like what are the implications? So mm-hmm. my prediction, mm-hmm. Alfilder is from the present time and yeah. Lars is from the past. No way. I will I will stake my reputation on that. Okay. In season 2, he is going to because so what stood out to me is that the whole thing with with Alfilder with uh, the uh, no man's daughter being pulled out of the water is mm-hmm. this 
she, uh, this girl, you know, came from the from what our, our present and went to mm-hmm. the past at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, my guess is that it's it's you know there haven't been any we don't see any uh, um, or hear about any present day people going to the past except for Madda. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I guess yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean that that's her, but I think this this event happened way before the events of this show transpired. Yes, okay. and so so yeah. that means that there's other people who could have made those migrations before. Yeah, yeah, the like events this, of this, this show. So I think he came to the. I think he came to the present oh, time as a child or as a infant or something, or or forgot, forgot. things. Because that is another another part of this. The another like aspect of the story is people people remembering their past lives and like oh yeah. yes yeah. this thing and like Olaf the Stout realizing that he knows what a phone is. But that's, that's so it's like scene. how did how did Olaf off the stout know about a future thing mm-hmm. and and these um, the, these uh, hallucinations that he's having that yeah. Lars is having some of them are tapping into his old memories of the people that mm-hmm. he knew from the past <gasps> Ooh. I, I, so that's actually I, I you bring up a good point that I haven't thought about before so Alf Hilder uh, obviously we see her she transported back in time what's the oldest that girl could have been Seven. seven, eight, yeah. eight, seven, eight. seven or eight years old. No older. How old does Alf Hilder look in the current TV show? Mid thirty. I know the actress is like forty, so well done. But, yeah, thirty. Uh, but she's like thirty. She yeah. looks like a th- so. Yeah. And we know not that much. So, th- so she must. She was teleporting before the global event happened. She must have. She must have. Yeah, and that, that's what I mean. Like there must have back. been migrations prior oh, wait, to the events of no. the show. Or no, because, okay, like, all right, here we go. Say in the current setting of the world we see, Mm -hmm. we see, so whatever, 2019 Oslo, if a child, a eight-year-old, nine-year-old child went in there, went back and then lived 30 years in the past and then came back through the same hole out, 30 years later, maybe. Mm-hmm. 30 years. So you do, it, yeah, the time doesn't move. Yeah, yeah, yeah So yeah, she yeah, could yeah. have actually got, she, for all we know, she could be from even farther in the future. The child version of Alf Hilder could true. have been from 2030 and gone back in time and come back to this. Because we do, we do not know how the time, um, like why specifically are they coming to this, the specific part of 2019? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they, is there some kind, has anyone seen um, on Amazon uh, Prime the Tomorrow War? Yes, I watched it the other day. Did you? We need How is it? <laughs> two How? rafts in a river and they're jumping across. Thank you, that's all yeah, I can think about. I'm like, yes, oh god, that's my metaphor. They use, uh, yeah, uh, Kevin, I guess you haven't seen it, they use, they have time travel in that and the metaphor or, or that they use to explain it is um, time travel is discovered as rafts on a river so they are both moving equal time through the river of time. They're always the same distance apart but they're at different stages so therefore you can only you can't go back through to a point that was earlier than where the raft currently was at that moment but that seems i did a, a terrible of job yep, yep. i'm so sorry yep no, no um, that's there's yeah can we can we talk I, about more funny things from the, the well, wait can that, i ask one more oh, paradoxical question first yes uh, or just a clarifying question i guess so mm-hmm. um 
the guy we see in the end in the in, in a super hilarious intro uh, yes. scene where they're talking about you know modern Norway and equality, which was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that is meant to be Saint Olaf, right? Yes, that yes. is Saint Olaf, the guy from the end. Yeah. yeah. So uh, he wasn't killed, but or has not yet been killed by Torahund or. Like is never going to be killed by Tarahund, or he disappeared, uh, and so. But like everyone knows, and still appears to know, including foodie lady who fires him, that Tarahund killed Saint Olaf. Mm-hmm. So yes. did that has not yet happened in the past, or never happened? Right, in they the have past. to go back. Right, they at some point back, in the course right? of the show, think, they have to go back and fight I think each other. To logically, he has to go back at some point, and they have to fight. Mm-hmm. Yes, their final Although, battle. It already, but it yeah. seems like Tarahund already has that memory has the memory of killing him right yeah 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 oh they my show god the they show the big battle so yeah okay so so say so, so that cross kind of, burning on a field yeah yeah, yeah. they've like traveled yeah. through different time holes i don't know this is obviously stuff that needs to be explained this is interesting things this is very interesting it's this is like that german show dark did anybody see any of it oh i this is way lighter and yeah. more i think Tongue in cheek to be to be taken, as evidenced by that opening intro video, which oh, was so absolutely good. hilarious. So describing great. like, oh, so we live great. in a democracy where everyone can love everyone. Mm-hmm. Can I add the actually intro um, music? It's the first time mm-hmm. there. I'm, I'm going to use a a, um, a big uh, a, a, a dictionary word, ten ten thousand point word. Hit me. Exogenic music. Uh, is that the opposite that of diegetic? Music? Or no, maybe the diegetic music. F. Um, no, they <laughs> use diegetic uh, music uh, in yeah. the opening because the, the usually you know it's that sweet ass um, yeah. song that they you know for the intro yeah, yeah, credits. Yeah. But they had the um, it was an alarm clock playing in the scene yeah, yeah, that yeah, provided yeah, yeah, yeah. the music. But what does the big word mean? A diegetic is music that's existing in the world of the show. Yes. So when when in a musical, when uh, a bell starts singing about the small town, like where the hell is that music coming from? But if the music oh. is coming from literally like a radio, someone's supposed to be hearing in the in the world I of the see. show, that's diegetic. Yeah, I think or someone's not, probably going to correct us because I, I don't know. thought I was smart, but hey, <laughs> I'm glad you. I'm really glad you like built up to that one. Too. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> really called your shot, pointing at the the back. Call my shot the and airballs. Yeah. Yep. Um, can or no, we talk like about just kind of slammed off the backboard and and like ricocheted back. It wasn't even a real yeah. shot. It was. <laughs> I I do want to talk about some um, some stuff that maybe we liked. Um, yeah. That we saw throughout the show or um, things that we struggled with. Um, I I can start with one that I I didn't kind of like. Okay. I didn't like the hallucinated best uh, the friend. No. Mm. Didn't well. I that. thought that came kind of out of nowhere. And I mean I get. Did they maybe they've uh, I missed it that they set up oh this is a common um, side effect of withdrawal from the drug mm-hmm. um, but I like I feel like it came kind of out of nowhere um, I mean the guy was fine I'm, I'm fine with that character uh, he was pretty funny he was, he was great he yeah was funny I love Tinder that he's date. going on a Tinder date yeah <laughs> and that, um, but also one thing I couldn't figure out was if he is hallucinating this man. How was that hallucination able to give him the correct coordinates of the location yeah. of the time hole? 
Um, it's because the he's other stuff because it's him. This is it. It's because this, this fits in. This is what, so what my theory is. That he's from the past, okay. so he knows. <laughs> he knows these coordinates. If he's he's it, this is clearly like a um a, a, a fight club such a, a fight club situation yes. where he's. Uh-huh. He's like, what do you mean we caught this halibut? You know, like, no, this Lars went in the water and, and caught a halibut the, by himself. How, yeah, Lars does not look like a guy who could, you know, you know, a modern man can like just pluck a halibut out of the ground. But he is, but, but he is from. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm tired, guys. But listen, but listen, <laughs> I'm gonna have some coke. Yes, a modern man wouldn't be able to do that. But someone who is, uh, you know, who, a Norse person who, no who has been able to do that no would do it. Way. And the hallucination is someone he knew. He knew this guy back mm-hmm. in back in time, and that's his but memory also, that is manifesting as this, hallu- this this hallucination. But he also knew him in modern times because because he, he was the first, he was the first one on this. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But that look, guy look, seem to if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm often wrong. But you are definitely wrong, Kevin. But. <laughs> He is fr- I, but if he's, he's from the past. Not. If he's not, oh my god, Kevin's again all the bonus points. Just saying. Ugh. That one I'm more yeah. confident about that than the young girl being uh Madda. Mad Madda. Madda. Just say it quickly. All right. Maddie. So so that's some of the stuff that I struggled with. Did you guys have anything that really stuck out to you in the latter half? I've got one thing, but I've been dominant. I've been talking a lot. No, go ahead, man. What I see, the others are, are thinking their thoughts. So, so there is. What, what do you have? There's one of the um, crew that helps. Uh, the, the, the actually the the owner of the dog that helps you know search for clues. Yes. <laughs> he he is a um, the dog's name is Ginsburg. Mm-hmm. Was it? Oh, yeah. Is Ginsburg like Ruth Bader? No, I'm pretty sure it's. A nod to Allen Ginsberg. Allen Ginsberg, yeah. Because this guy fancies himself a poet. Uh, he's like, I've got this spoken word thing, and it's something that he's like been working on. And they're like, No, Lay of the King, do Lay of the King. He's like, All right, I'll do the <laughs> stupid awesome. EDM thing. So I'm pretty sure it's a just like slight little fun mm. background character trait mm. to this guy that it's oh yeah, Gin- Ginsberg. <laughs> Calls after the dog. For those of us who only know Ruth Bader Ginsburg, mm. who is Alan Ginsburg? Alan Ginsburg was a poet, uh, one of the beat poets from uh, the f- late fifties, sixties era. Um, did he do uh, Howl? No. Who am I thinking? I have of? no idea. I have I already decided. Okay. I, I've already decided to not feel bad about not. Uh, no, yeah, no, it's, it's fine. He's a, he's it's, a relatively well-known uh, poet. But uh, yeah, no, there's dogs named after him. There's dogs <laughs> named after him. Um, yeah, no, he was a very well-known forties. Uh, um, mm-hmm. uh, All right, poets with of like the 40s. Jack Kerouac, um, uh, William S. Burroughs, like that. Yeah, he did do Howl. He he wrote Howl. People will know that. Whatever. I I do have uh, I've thought of another thing that I really liked. Yes. That I'd like to give for the show. Yes. Which is I have never seen um a a, a dick pic become so important <laughs> to yeah. the actual criminal proceeding. Yeah. And the way they did that of just like 
I need, we need to examine the the, the, dick, the dick pic, pic that he sent you in order for us to catch this guy. For a- and then not only and like that's funny enough to me. But then to to confirm the DNA <laughs> by her just being like, I have already performed the collection. I have collected He's, the man seed. <laughs> and then she just gives a little a little tap, yep. a little tap oh, to her you, like. I got it. That is, yeah, no, it's 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 very. Uh, I don't think you would do that on American TV. Like that was when I was like, this is a a comfortableness with the uh, with with sexuality that we see predominantly in the Nordic nations. Yeah. But, and their Viking ancestors. Yeah. But that that reminds me. Yes. I have another question. Hit. So he, the yeah, uh, Coast Guard guy. Uh, Yeppa. Yeppa. Which is a Who goes to our gym. Jeppy. Oh, he's the guy. Yeah, he's the guy. Who goes yeah, who goes to our gym. All right. He, <laughs> when Alfinder is sleeping, he takes a strand of her yeah. hair. Yeah. Why? Who is he working for? He definitely did take yeah, a strand of her did. hair. He, he did. He's, and he put it in a plastic bag. I thought he was going to plant it for something, but I don't know. Or maybe it's, it's either for that or DNA. Right. Or it's maybe they're, DNA. they're trying to figure out who she is and is she the one they sent back on a mission before or something. But That's who is he working for? Because that was the other thing. Like when he's sitting there in that interrogation room, someone, someone comes, comes in. Someone comes in and is from the government. I think I don't he's, know. And then he yes. takes the fall for the murder. Yeah, yeah He's yeah. working for whoever killed Navin. That's my yes. So this is which we do yeah, not this, know. This, I mean, and which this. is vague forces right. at, at play here. It's season. It's a season two setup. That it's like, here's this other thing that can that's going to ruin everything. You think it's one thing, but it's going to be something else. How how do we feel about the way? I, I like uh, this time. I've had a little bit more fun trying to like actually play out. Like should. You know, in a had this happened in real life, mm-hmm. do would would society have adapted in the way that that we see it in the show? And I think in a lot of ways it would. I like the little things of like signs or graffiti or mm-hmm. menus have changed, and like we see how um, how the beforeners have adapted into different kind of industries. You know, uh, a lot of them are much more uh, you know not as technically uh, proficient, obviously. Mm-hmm. So they're they're doing more and more. Um, um, simple labor jobs, or they're kind of just wandering around the city. Do I, one thing I, I, I was wondering is like the fact that Torahund has to hide that he was a Viking because that would get like I can understand maybe how. Off Hilder has to hide it because police might like we don't want to take in people who were like violent, you know, yeah. pillagers into the police force. But if someone is delivering food like you came from Viking times, like what do what do you expect like these people to have done? Well, like I, it's it's no, I think it's it's like the difference between is like we're going to hire, uh, you know, someone who is from uh, it's like the. <laughs> It's, it's the difference between is what yeah, I'm yeah. saying and cancel but culture. It's like if you're in, like I'm gonna uh, hire a, a person from Afghanistan versus I'm gonna hire Osama bin Laden. It's like this guy was yes. known for so, for killing a lot of people and t- strong. Oh, he killed uh, he killed a saint. He's, he, he, yes, he, you're he the Catholic boys. He killed a saint. Yeah, that's, I that's, but but that's that's but the, he wouldn't be a saint if he wasn't killed. Saint. Right? Yeah. It's like it's yeah, kind of what you do kind of have to do that. Someone's so. got to kill it. Exactly. Uh. Yeah, and I, I guess I don't, I didn't get the sense that he was 
hiding. Well, I, two things. One, I don't get the sense that he was necessarily hiding who he was before he mm-hmm. figured out all the mm-hmm. being Torahun stuff uh, yeah. and having killed a saint. Um, when that came out, you're right, he was trying to walk away from it a bit, but mm-hmm. I didn't get the sense he was specifically hiding it. I kind of doubt the foodie people cared too much before. Um, and then, but I guess also, I, di- I mean, didn't he have actual memory problems? Wasn't he having trouble? They all have him. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and yes. we see him thing. kind of remember in that parking garage and get it all back. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So he isn't necessarily even aware of what he is hiding. Right. Um, and, yeah, obviously. It's a suppressed memory. He's, he's like, mm-hmm. no, I'm I'm just, I'm Johnny or I'm tr- whatever. Like, I'm trying to build a new life here. I'm just like, I'm not who, yeah. just some guy. Yeah. Uh, there, I, I wonder how this would be, uh, how, I guess they would maybe adapt to uh, they would a society would adapt to help the the, the beforeers in such a way because I um like I thought like you think uh, I, like historians or something would be like we need to interview this guy yeah like, we need well but maybe we- this is ten years on so this is kind of like all right we get it I don't uh, know weird weird legal nerd question um can can he be prosecuted. Uh, statue, no statue, no murder. murder. I mean, I don't know about Norway, but there isn't here. Like, if John Wilkes Booth came back, right? Uh, yeah. Well, he, here's the thing: is was it was it a crime at the time it was committed? Okay. And did he no, serve his punishment and, and, already? And, and but was no, there right? Because was well, there a stat? Like, was there a statute? I I just watched um, uh, uh, the uh, the Tokyo trials. Uh, Tokyo trial. Um, oh, on about, Netflix. Yeah, 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 Netflix. And, After and, World War II? Yeah, um, yeah. And one of the questions that they were wrestling was like, was was there a specific crime violated? Yeah, at yeah the, I know this was it. This was a ma- ma- I mean, to jump off that, like mm. the Nuremberg trials had the same problem yeah. because, of course, everything the Nazis did. Well, it always comes back to the Nazis. It always comes back to the Nazis. Uh, it it um, um, the, everything the Nazis did were legal because they were in charge of the government. They changed the laws to make it legal. Mm-hmm. And then when they invaded other like do you, this thing like, OK, the Dachau prison was in Poland. Yeah. yeah. And so so like, do we apply this to Polish law or and mm-hmm. yeah, totally. Totally good. So, so I my guess would be, and, and John, you'll have to share your thoughts. Is that since the it, the actions predate the state, I don't know if they could be charged because exactly. I've, I've also heard this. Like, um, this was a, there was a good Radio Lab podcast, I believe, about this. That um, uh, there were immigrants from uh, I, I'm sorry, I don't remember, but let, let's say like Afghanistan. It was it was a war torn country. They became refugees. They moved to the United States, and one refugee identified another one, saying that guy either uh, it was some form of sexual oh, assault yeah, or yeah. some violent yeah, violence yeah. Done, done to this person. They said, I want to charge this person for let's say sexual assault, which was not illegal in the country that they were living, and so the debate became like, well, this is obviously a very moral issue, but can, in this case, U.S. law apply to other, like, yeah. apply to other countries? And I think they ultimately decided, no, in, in, you, we don't want to live in a world where other countries can then yeah, you know, charge. Yeah, You don't want China being able to arrest Kevin right now for for saying, breaking you know, Chinese law. Yeah, exactly. So and, and so, I, I and so I gotta imagine that like at least they may have like tried to you know, wrestle with this question for like a year or two mm-hmm. after the 
people started arriving, yeah, yeah, and then like, they're like, "This is going to be a, a goddamn nightmare." So nobody gets prosecuted. For How would you put a Viking at a trial? Like, but we I, can't so, do that. But trial again, by combat, every one of them. I, I think in general you'd be. I think in general you'd be right, and I mean, look, you'd have immense trouble proving anything. Um, yeah, chain of custody is not great. Olaf, for a time but Saint Olaf was was the king. Yeah, uh, and isn't it still the same? So it's dynasty? Like, re- it's, yeah, a, it's, it's a different. You said it's a different state. I don't think it is. It's still the kingdom of Norway. I I understand that it's gone through some different successions and and been part of Denmark a few times since then. But I think it's still the I think it's still the same bo- like body politic in theory. And that was the king. And I don't know a country on earth in the history of the world where regicide has been legal. So I'm. But it's, I don't is know. it on the books? Really? Like yeah, we all. We all don't want it to happen. Nobody should kill the king. I think he was always on the books, yes. I think rule one. Rule one, don't kill the king. As a king, if I become king, rule one, no one kill me. No one kills the king. I'm pretty sure trying to kill a king has always been a capital offense. And successfully doing it has always been a capital offense, depending on whether or not you took over afterwards. You succeed or not. That's the big thing. It's only a crime if you lose. If you lose, exactly. (laughs) So I don't know. I I sup I I also think that a uh, a like a legal drama with time uh, th- could also be a fun spinoff. Like a that, few yeah. good men. A, yeah, a few a, good men. We've got, a, with... we've got an idea for a show, guys. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, though, I mean, like, how would you? T- I, I mean, I, I, I. It would be good from like, the uh, like a, 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 a what's the word I'm looking for. Mind game, exercise, legal. Oh yeah, just yeah, yeah like a thought experiment. Thought experiment, of, but of a, a, a TV show of that. Yeah. yeah, because but like let's be clear, like I if if Noah Spurgeon's onto the the great Norse people of Norse time, like I'm not sure how well they would adjust if like I like imagine getting into a bar fight with a Viking. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no thanks. Like those 1800 guys, those dandies. I, I love all of them. I love the guy riding around on horse, but still has his iPod, like AirPods. Oh, in. oh, like, yeah. one thing: the um, stepdad. What's what's his name? Gregor's. Gregor's. He the best character in this entire best show. character in this whole show. <laughs> in the in the first in the that first scene in the uh, fourth episode when he's like walking. Uh, Towards, um, there's like one shot of him, full body. He is wearing skinny jeans and and like in and 18th century attire. Yeah, I was, talking, yeah, <laughs> I was like, it's fantastic. that is such a good costume right. choice. He is the it's man. So, like we know, it's so well designed too. Like, I because I, yeah. I think they would like. I oh, think yeah. If I jumped a hundred years, I I think I. It, and again, with the, as we've said previously about Gregor's, like he's very open-minded he's very yep. like trying to learn like as he said oh i'm i'm he, he noted in an earlier episode like oh I, I understand women behave differently here and i think that, that that's great and i'm learning a lot about these kind of things and talking about therapists and, mm-hmm. and then like the two things that got me from this these episodes we watched were first when they accuse him of the the other family members are are like well you're the one guy who's been given access to tim Poxford, so mm-hmm. it's ob- the, the elephant in the room yep as they say, and his line back, he's like, how dare you? We're on the PTA together. We are on the PTA together. <laughs> we are honorable men. <laughs> and then... I, and then but like, that, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's such a good, like, this, we hold, we both hold this, this 
you know, seat of honor. How yes. dare you besmirch my name? He brings it, but he's also like in the PTA. Like, but also he, I, again, I think he is the best example of like non-toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. He, we should all be like Gregors. We should all be and like Gregors. Because also he's, I, he's a tough guy. He's stern. He sticks with his, his principles. But then when after he and Lars have the blow up and then Lars goes away and comes back to speak to his, his ex-wife that one time, she has one little line about like... Uh, I'll, I'll tell Gregor's you came by. He'll appreciate that mm-hmm. because he was he was beside himself for days. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, Gregor's man, yeah. like, live your truth, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you feel those feelings. Feel those feelings. Oh, he's he's great. He was yes. not. He was sadly missed in the in the later. In the later episodes, episodes. but we're I I have full faith that we're season two. We're gonna see more. He of better come back. Do we know what Gregor's does as a job? No. Probably an old-timey job. So like a tailor. I could see him I being use, like a... Yeah. Yeah. He would no, do. he does not work with his hands. He's a... He's a... He supervises. B- b- intellectual he of some sort. He, he works in... Uh, deals with real estate. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I still say vermouth salesman. Vermouth salesman. He, he does sell... He does sell vermouth very well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and pipes. And pipes, Yeah. And pipes. Oh, that would come back. That would be too. Because the other thing that would happen is like we would, uh, uh, our culture would influence all of these foreigners in massive ways. But you know that that would influence. Like, yeah. I could see the next year's runway show like having Norse elements in it, or having, or or like one thing I'm hoping to see in season two would be cool is to maybe if we can spread out and get like at least glimpses of other countries. Because this, if this mm, is yeah. a global event, like think of all of the prehistoric Ooh. or people throughout time that we're seeing like in Egypt and China and like oh my North gosh. America. Yeah. That's I, gonna be- I really want to see, yeah, expanded worldview. Mm-hmm. A, a, mm-hmm. At least a glimpse of, of something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I, I think, I mean, I think they've, they've obviously been renewed. We're going into season two. I like that they set a strong base you know, to build off of and mm-hmm. they have a, a system and a world that's proven to work and then hopefully build on that and go into more interesting, interesting ways. When is season two coming? I'm hoping, who knows how the COVID shoots have been. Mm, yeah. Um, I would think either this fall or maybe next spring. If any, if I mean, all my only point of reference is what we, when we were tracking Occupied, and that uh, came out in in two year cycles. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's that's kind of our best our best guess at the moment. Can I? Um, um, I have two. I I really I want to address a couple things. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of jumping back to Olaf, um, and 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 Tor Torhund. Mm-hmm. Torhund has such a dad bod. Huh. As does the guy he's fighting <laughs> in the like the the Fight Club, the the, the yeah. savior. Just, me. just yeah. me isn't that refreshing against... though? Right? Yeah, but like <laughs> I but like he's been you here want for super cut like yeah. on creatine. I'm sure when he got here, he was like you know pretty pretty ripped. But then after several years, yeah, he's got it. Then they're like, this is no. called a taco. Yeah, he's like, no, you can eat as many as you want. Yeah, <laughs> but the thing is, the thing is. <laughs> No. <laughs> no. No. Okay. The other because is, is, you can be like Turhan is going to be as strong as a guy with a six pack. It's just that he has a six pack 
and fat on top of it. Right, yeah. So he'll float better in water, which is also Which convenient. is all, all the six-pack dudes drowned coming through the tunnel. They all died. Yes, that's my theory. That's I mean, the thing. Probably. And that would make sense because also cold water, they have no fat on their bodies, so they're all It's not, you know, mm-hmm. when you when you read about what, what the Marvel superheroes go through to look like Marvel superheroes, it's mm-hmm. like, that ain't healthy. No, that ain't no. Yeah, you're right. Lean you know chicken what? That and is rice. right. I, I had not no. really thought about that. Tor looks like a guy that enjoys a good mead. Yes. Yeah. Which I appreciate. And, and one other thing that is kind, that kind of came out of left field that I'm not sure. It's, it yes. kind of upped the sci-fi-ness, and I don't know what the yeah. rules are yet. Um, but uh, do you remember the the the, uh, the Neo-Luddite guy? I'm just looking at a picture of him now. Um, oh, the Doctorand. Uh, yeah. With, right? Wasn't that? Oh we we haven't God. talked yes. at all about that. that okay. And and whole, he somehow oh has, like, bees? control he over control bees. bees. He controls bees. And that Obviously. Is, and they're like... What? Why? What? Yeah, that was... Uh, why? Do you recognize him, by the way? I... <laughs> Dad? Oh no, no, it's not. It's not. Was it? He's the main guy in Contiki, right? He's thriving. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. Oh, God, I believe that's yes. yeah. Because again, there's four actors in all Norway. But yeah, no, that yeah. that very very much confused me, and I'm not sure what that was about. And well, he's definitely a setup for a season two kind of character. Because yeah, yeah. I mean, the things yeah. we're tracking now. So Lars, um, back on the force, right? Yeah. Uh, off Hilderheim, they they have a connection. They're eventually gonna They're get gonna, together. We uh, know it. We are tracking. There's the the shadowy government forces. There's the Doctorand who's mm-hmm. opposing that. Mm-hmm. And then is there anybody else that the we... The Doctorand is opposing the shadow? Yeah, he's the Neo-Luddite. He and Ada were against. They're the ones who are... We don't really actually know what they want. They're Neo-Luddites. Yeah. They've been able to do a cyber attack. It's pretty confusing. It's I wouldn't con- be surprised if he's also got some... You know the Doctor Ron and his ability to control people. Like, Again, why, why? okay, so ah, uh, that is. I'm gonna I, whatever. Yes. No, it's I give bit. up. <laughs> no, I think I I, I think we'll uh, I, I think they they're gonna need to expand on all of these characters. I'm really curious if what happens if something like we start seeing people from the future. Mm-hmm. Coming back to you know if we are the beforeners of other things like I'm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they've got a lot of cool things that that I think they can do. Yeah, um, they do. How did you guys? We uh, so we touched briefly about the uh, Doctor Rand. Um, one character we haven't talked about this uh, during this recording is been about Erd Erd mm. uh, um, yep. of Hilder's friend who uh, has with a cancer diagnosis. Mm-hmm. I like how she picked up smoking. Oh yeah, as a future because yeah. like it looks so like um, when I you know smoking to her is just like a massive future thing but do they would they have had like pipes and and no right not tobacco no i mean i mean not tobacco but they wouldn't they like other hookah yeah maybe no they shrooms they just ate shrooms and partied they went berserker Uh, that's right no but anyway she dies uh not of cancer because she goes out like a like a Viking does. Like a Viking, shot. she human shields herself. That's some protected. straight by, uh, by straight the, the most incel looking dude oh my I have seen in a TV show. That's another guy we haven't talked about at all. Yeah, that guy, Christian thing. He was a, a really. A, they really went for it on the set design or the costume, the costume design, design for him. Oh yeah, like, the, the tur- beige. white turtleneck. Or oh, yeah. be- yeah. Yeah. Like, it was like his tight, own skin tight. color, super tight with the, the holding the Bible. Across the he does volunteer doing bingo, right? What's, uh, yeah, 
Yeah. But apparently... But he really, really, really wanted Turohun to die, because he was also at the fight. Yeah. He was at the fight, yeah, and that's when you... I mean, the way the attention that they give him in that episode at the fight yeah. is, like, very clear that, like, something's going on this guy So they better pick that him. up in season two, too. Yeah. I don't think so. I think they'll I think they'll close that off. No, because... he was just, like, a weird... A one and done? Unless there's some kind of Christian... He, Maybe he's going to work for St. Olaf. That, well, yeah, you're right, because actually... Oh, that's a great book, because... Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's the other big the other big unknown that we need to know is what's going to happen with uh, St. Olaf, Olaf the Stout. Oh, because he's also... Because he's got... I mean, because he specifically is like, I am here to bring Christianity yeah, wait, back. and how the hell did his sword... Like, I'm sorry. His sword was not hiding under a panel of wood under a rock for a thousand years. Yeah, it was. Uh, mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. don't know that. It was. Next it to totally a was. church that could not possibly be a thousand years old? Yep. Or what? Yep. what? yep, yep, yep. Yep. I'm, I'm that confused. could be a thousand. There is a church in that I we can see it from our apartment in Oslo that is a thousand years old. And it looks great. <laughs> they do good upkeep. It's actually very, very nice. It's, stone uh, or wood? Stone. And it was made a thousand years ago out of the stone? Yes. I, I'm sure they must have done upkeep on the roof or anything if you search. I thought they only made wooden churches for you guys all those t- all that time ago. No, first they did straw. Straw, and oh. then they did the wood, and then the stone, and then they rebuilt the wood later on. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, death metal bands keep burning it down. Right. Right. Why do they keep doing that again? Something about Jesus. I okay, know. I forget. They don't like Jesus, or they do like Jesus. They I didn't don't know. It's, like it's, Jesus. It's not, it, it's not clear. Not huge fans. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right, guys. We're getting we're getting uh, coming up on an hour uh, <laughs> yeah. in our recording as we've gone into we've, big old circles. I think we've I think show. we've covered pretty much every part of this yeah. story. We've covered the sci-fi. We've covered man seed and dick pics. Mm-hmm. We've covered Christianity. We've covered I the two-way the street of time travel. Yep. That is and yet rats. to be explained. Mm-hmm. We've got the futuristic, uh, or not the future, but the the shadowy uh, force mm-hmm. that is yet to be identified. Um, mm-hmm. How um, I, I, uh, I we've covered? Have we covered the very poor procedural? Uh, like, let's be clear: if uh, if Alfhilder slept with Yepa, I don't think they would let her interview him. No, no, they scene. they definitely would. That that'd probably be it. No, no, definitely not. And he coming in coming in strong, like hitting on coming it in, in the middle of it. Yeah, I mean, like shoot your shot, bro. Yeah. Like, well, he did. That's the he that's did. That's that's, that's what that's what that's what <laughs> that's kind of what got that's him. him. Really hoisted that on his own petard there. And also, yeah, we've yeah. gotten a, a nice like family uh, kind of drama with um uh, with Lars. Uh, quitting mm-hmm. Tempoxera, like ha- having yeah. an intervention, and like, hey, we, you gotta stop. Like, so the guy who lives it down the hall has one of the best lines yeah, of the, the entire show. The guy with the the son, he says, to get yeah. outside up cleared is easy. To get inside up cleared, now that's a different hoop of herring. And hoop of herring, I think, is the the best uh, uh, image for this. As, as uh, a tale as old as time. I just think it's really interesting how you know this guy from with his very broken Norse is trying to communicate something to his his friend, and it's a you know it's mm-hmm. a it's it is a kind of a tale as old as time. It's a very you know, to you, you, to get your surroundings 
cleaned uh, mm -hmm. is easy, but it's you know tougher to get get your head cleared. It's a hoop of herring, like herring that have been Ket like. Is it kettle of fish? Like, is that what he's trying to say? Like, that's a whole different kettle of fish. Yeah, or maybe like on a line, like a line of, of fish I, or something. I, I, I don't know. I really, I really think he might just be saying like kettle of fish, like a different, like the, the idiom, the idiom kettle of okay. fish and saying it incorrectly or differently, but I don't know. Guys, I think we've reached the end of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. With that. Yes. Uh, uh, right, yes we have. I'm excited for yes, season we two. Uh, we'll, we'll obviously cover that once it, it comes out again. Maybe we'll do. Maybe we'll do week by week. Maybe we'll do another like a uh, batch of them. Um, but uh, but for now, we'll have to stick with our categories and go through those. So um, let's begin with uh, the same we always begin with. Who won the show? And I guess we can take this uh, uh, for the whole season or just the three episodes we're covering. But um, does anybody have a strong thought on who won the show uh i'll i'll do the second half um yeah. and i think the winner was i can't remember her name for some reason but alfilder's friend uh who got oh, shot er er yeah. i i think she won the second half um the character or the actress uh i'll say character that that's what okay. i'm really talking about i mean she yep. was yeah she was to some extent directionless early on and also had cancer and things were not going mm -hmm. well um but she kind of found and fulfilled purpose uh in accordance with the mm -hmm. uh the uh, fortune that she got told to her um and seems to have gone out mm -hmm. happy and as a proper shield maiden and i think mm -hmm. she is she's happy with how that went i'll note i, I was just going to quickly note her name that just the the actress is augusta Eva Erland's daughter. <laughs> so, <laughs> Where's Erland? So she must be Icelandic, right? Yeah. Yeah, but that's how they name everybody there. But in terms of her character, I think she has such a tight arc, such a mm -hmm. nuanced character development. Yeah. I thought her character was really strong. She was fun. She looked, the Elsa looked like she was having a fun, the, the actress, I think, like yeah. playing that character. Yeah, like swing it when she like outside the car when they're driving. Like there's that one shot of her like leaning out. Yeah, that, that, that looked like a, a fun, a fun role to do. Uh, Kevin, did you have a winner? I'm going to say St. Olaf won because he uh, defied death. <laughs> and, That's um, a good one. <laughs> so far. That's a good one. Yeah, he's the uh, yeah he's the only one that has come back to life, um, and I think that's pretty cool. That is cool. Um, uh, uh, Gary, do you want to go or shall I? Um, I'll go real quickly. Um, the second half for me, I loved seeing Alfilder. Um, uh, 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 doing better at work <laughs> I think it's kind of limited but like she she struggled so much the first episodes and she was not being well you know received mm -hmm. and she was doing all these things and it was blah 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 um and now she, I think she's winning the respect of almost everyone. Mm -hmm. um, and that's really nice to see. I thought it was, she's good. I thought it was super interesting how, like, I remember watching, like, a beginning, like, all right, like, would a Viking be able to, in such a short time, like, learn the language, be able to adapt to all of these rules and everything? But now, knowing that she was, like, at least lived seven years around, which, you know, in the modern time shows that, like, okay, yeah, like, yeah, I guess she would pick up the language pretty quickly when she came back. Um... 
uh, I, I want to give a shout out for her as in for my who, who won the uh, who won the show the actress again I, I said this the last time but uh, Krista uh, um she's still crushing it I think she's she can be funny she can be angry she can be vulnerable like we've seen her be each of those and I believe it in each in each scene that she does all in multiple languages that yeah. are not native to her as an actress which is still an amazing performance the other thing that I said I I, I want to say I really like I enjoyed the credits of this show I think they do a great job for building the atmosphere and I love that they actually they uh, they they uh, they change it a little bit and I, I love when shows do that kind of like uh, you know Game of Thrones you could get some information from that uh, from the lay of the map that was effective in this seeing um, uh, you know like pl- when they're playing you know Ain't No Love in the Heart of the City um, as he's driving around it's good for the vibe it's good to, for build world building but then they change it for certain bits like when there's the the cyber attack all of the clocks don't work and they're when he's driving around so it 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 is adapted to the story that they're about to tell in each episode and i thought that was super cool um let's move on to who lost the show um does anybody have a loser i'm gonna say jeppy uh yeppe is a loser oh yep yep uh, jeppy <laughs> yep yeah uh yeppa uh yep. he definitely screwed the pooch um, big time big he, time and it was his he, he did it to himself he yep shouldn't have been uh, easily avoided but you know shouldn't uh didn't learn the lesson with the viking woman without maybe protection don't murder? i guess is kind of yeah i don't know more of the story probably don't murdered yeah okay sorry yeah I'm gonna. I, I could have walked that a little bit farther back. Okay, fair play, John. Who lost? Uh, uh I. I actually said for the second half here. I think uh, uh, Lars. Um, yeah. Okay. Because he kind of spiraled. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I grant that by the end, I think he has his job back. Uh, I think that's right. But um, I don't know. He he had a rough go of it. With mm-hmm. some hallucinating, some fish wrestling. Um, mm-hmm. No one wants to wake up on their bed covered in fish blood. Uh, you know, that's that's not ideal. No one wants to have an intervention have to happen to them. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah. character-wise. It's your own daughter. Yeah. <laughs> he had a rough, that's had a, a rough that's go a let down. in the second yeah. half. Well, after he enabled his daughter to get drugs, right? Because that yeah. also happened in this mm-hmm. half. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think, yeah. I, I hope better things for him in the future. Yep. Uh, you got a loser, Gert? Um, yeah, I've, I've kind of been feeling bad for Lars's daughter directly because, like, one of her best friends is going through a real hard time yeah, and <laughs> struggling with some stuff, and her a dad is on time. drugs, and her stepdad is being accused of uh, handing out drugs to kids, and um, her, rust, her yeah. rust time, because what happens when you lose a member of a bus, which probably Malta is not going to be super into doing rust right now, yeah. so when you lose a member of a bus it's a huge thing because the money that goes into it you know Mm -hmm. you were counting on them contributing and then they don't then do you get the bus do you not it's a thing um Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll jump in with mine. Uh, I said uh, the thing that lost um, 
this is kind of more of a, a technique that's used kind of was the loser for the uh, in the show for me which was TV news broadcast I think in the latter half in the last three episodes there were too many of those and I don't like when shows have to rely on using a TV broadcast for exposition I mean you could get away with one or two but sometimes especially when it's really on the nose like hello I'm reporting the information you as the audience need to know yeah like eh, I think they did it like four times and I, I that was just too much I thought that could have been done more creatively and that was a disappointment but what was not a disappointment was who we had for our guys because I don't I'm, I mean I'm going first we know it's Gregor's the man the the, the Gregor's show <laughs> the legend the foreigners featuring Gregor's um you could make that choice that's a thing you could, you could. do sure <laughs> Proof. Um, yeah but no uh, my guy is the neighbor who lives across the street or across the hallway uh, Nabo is his name oh Nabo Nabo oh the guy his friend uh, wait 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 <laughs> is the word for neighbor in Norwegian is Nabo <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is rich. That is that is incredible. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, Nabo. That's awesome. That's a good guy, Kevin. Yeah. So Nabo. That's fantastic. And he's also in Norseman, and he plays some person with a name. Uh, not named now. I love when he's I love when he's like ducking down in the bushes kind of to the side uh, yeah. when, yeah. when Mars is at his wife's house and she's like is he with you? And he's like yeah, he's like hello. Uh, yeah it's kind of his idea. <laughs> yeah. uh, and he cares. He does. Yeah he's a kind guy. He's, he a, he's a, a kind guy. guy. Yeah that's yeah. great. Yep. Um, my guy, I'm also keeping my guy from last time, which is the Viking guy with the Pomeranian. Because uh, yes. he... Oh, he was he, actually in it a little bit more. He was in yeah, it. He, he had lines. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And a popsicle. And a popsicle. <laughs> and that just I made think my they'd guy. love a popsicle. That'd be awesome. Are you kidding? Everyone loves popsicles. John, uh, uh, who's your guy? My guy is the manager at Foodie. Uh who I think did a very nice job delivering with a complete deadpan. Murdering saints isn't compatible with foodies values. That was a, that was a good line. And I think really encapsulated a lot of what this show is, is trying to tell us and is about. That's fantastic. Um, That I think we've had very, very good guys. Um, great. Let's, uh, and, uh, let's go on to our rating system. So as always, we rate, uh, in this case, the series, uh, on, at least uh, the the episodes we've covered, episodes four, five, and six, on a one to six scale um, using an object I identify from uh, the the TV show. So there were a couple things here. There was the the drones, the bees, forensic dick pics. Massive hell. Honestly, life jackets I was going to go with. But now I, I, I'm calling, as we've often done, I'm calling an audible because uh, uh, of Kevin, because he he nailed it with uh, hoops of herring. <laughs> how many hoops of herring? How many hoops of herring would you give uh, foreigners the uh, the latter half of the season? Anybody want to? Or the full season? We could you could stipulate what you think it is. I'm giving it a five hoops of herring. Okay. Oh, wow. Really good. Yeah, no, I thought it was really great for, uh, you know, a lot of the reasons we talked about is very entertaining. The story was compelling. It was was funny. It was 
dark at times, but it was, you know, mm-hmm. a, a very well-made show. And, um, you know, I, I do love a good yes. uh, cliffhanger as much as the next guy, but um, there just seemed to be too many... Um, too many loose ends yeah. that that are set up for the next season, but uh, you know it's it's just mm-hmm. something that I was like, eh, that's what that you know, would have been a six, but that's why I knocked down to five. Yeah, that's very high. Yeah. Hey, uh, Gura, did you? you... I, I just want to um, join Kevin in that. Um, I also oh, give five. it five hoops of herring, um, and for the same reasons. Like I, I really, really, really enjoy this show. I really enjoy the premise. I even like the pun in the name of the show. <laughs> um, the only thing that holds me back is that I am very confused by very by a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm I'm often confused, so that's fine. That's not a problem. <laughs> I can sit in that till season two. Hopefully, they'll clear some stuff up um i really enjoy it i mm. really do that's awesome hey john john hoops of herring uh i'm gonna say four and a half hoops of herring uh for the second half um and and, and for many of the same reasons that we you know that have just been said um i mm. i do, i really enjoy it i'm i'm happy there was a second season if there were were not i think it would be lower um yeah but um but i am happy like i think they've they've resolved some stuff but they've set a lot more stuff up that i am curious to see you know mm-hmm. how it will play out yeah uh i'm gonna come a little lower i'm gonna come with four because uh i four what uh, m- Four hoops there. <laughs> um, still good, still better than average. Um, I think the latter half was weaker. I think, it, uh, similar to what you guys say, it, it, it um, got a little mushy, got a little uh, uh, it, it, a little table setty for the next season. I would I would prefer even even with knowing a se- second season is coming, I would have preferred a little bit more of a self contained. Um, uh, show, but it, even though the central mystery kind of wrapped up by by episode three, um, still though overall highly recommend the show. I, I love the actors, I love the um, the world that they've built, and I'm I'm excited for season two. So I'm going with four hoops of Harry out of six. And with that, um, I think we could talk very briefly. We've talked about doing our next uh, show um, since we we can keep it on a roll with HBO, the HBO movie Oslo. Uh, we've talked about doing so that came out uh when did that that came out this may um so may 2021 um it is uh, an american television drama film uh about the secret negotiation of the oslo accords um this stars uh, it's in english it stars andrew scott who many people will know from playing moriarty in on sherlock as well as uh, Ruth Wilson, who I recognize and cannot think of. Uh, she was in... I've seen her in a bunch of things. His Dark Materials, most recently she was on. Anyway, I I hear some good things. It's titled Oslo. I th- it's yeah, in English. It counts. So I don't have to read subtitles. We're Perfect. counting it. So we'll do that for our our, uh, our next, uh, next month's uh, podcast. Um, but in the meantime, if anyone wants to correct us on all the timey-wimey stuff we got wrong in this podcast, please, you can send in an email to us at podfanorga at gmail.com. F-O-R-N-O-R-G-E. Great. And we'll catch you guys when we're covering Oslo next month. All right. Bye. Bye. We always wave. Why do we always wave? We always wave. (laughs) That's good.